The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. On the show today, still to come, I have a pair of Edmonton Oilers tickets to give away. Your chance to win your way into the game against the LA Kings on Saturday night. Of course, your Oilers beat the Canucks 3-2 last night. It was the season uh, and home opener. Uh, This weekend at the game, it's going to be what they're calling a super split Saturday. Not right now. Not right now. Later. um, Where the 50-50 draw, instead of being 50-50, will be 65-35. The winner will take home 65% of the pot. Uh, we'll give away those tickets coming up uh, later in the show, plus at 420, of course, your word of the day to jet away with Jay Lynn. So we're talking about the healthcare care system. And, and, you know, it's like we have a love-hate relationship uh, with it. Um, if we're waiting... If we're waiting, we, we tend to hate it um, when we're in it and we need it um, immediately. I think for the most part, a lot of us, um, maybe not love might be a, a strong word, but certainly appreciate it and the people who are, are doing the job. If, if you've had to go to emergency and, um, you know, get treated for something, Um, or you've had to be in the hospital or had a loved one in there for some amount of time. Um, You can appreciate certainly the people who do that job and and the care that you're getting. But again, health care has been ranked as the top concern this federal election campaign. Health care is officially provincial jurisdiction, but um, the folks at Ipsos say that doesn't really seem to matter to you. Canadians don't make a distinction between what government is responsible for things. They just know something's important and somebody's got to do something. And they expect all governments, we could have asked about municipal governments, municipal governments, provincial governments and federal governments will be involved in finding a solution. And so while most of you are worried about it, and as I said, it ranks high in the polling, the highest in the polling. Most of you aren't willing to pay more for it. Everybody thinks that everybody else should pay for it. It's very similar on climate change. In this instance, actually quite similar to climate change, half of Canadians say they're not willing to pay anything more. Uh, There is a group, uh, the other half of the population, that say they are willing to pay more, but the number that they're willing to pay is not enough to really make a difference. It's just over $200. Uh, what is it that you're waiting for uh, right now? Or maybe you have been waiting for. Someone in your life uh, has been waiting for. The the wait times um, for different types of care, um, from the time of a referral to getting the treatment they, they need, it, it obviously varies across the country. Uh, Saskatchewan has the shortest median total wait at 15 weeks. 15 weeks. Alberta sits at 26 weeks and the folks in New Brunswick are waiting 45 weeks so up to 10 months that's the longest in the country so if you kind of take a look back over the years so if we're you know 2019 now if you go back to 1993 um, you know we're waiting we're waiting a lot longer and the rise in wait times is happening despite the fact that Canada has now more uh, physicians than it did in 2018. We have about um, 90,000 of them. So what's the issue? Here's Jasmine Pisano. 
The health care Canadians get within the country can vary depending on where you live. That includes wait times for different types of care, from the time of a referral to getting the treatment they need. Saskatchewan has the shortest median total wait at 15 weeks. However, people in New Brunswick are waiting 10 months, the longest in the country. And this problem is getting worse. Compared to 1993, it looks like all Canadians are waiting weeks longer to get the care they need. And the rise in wait times is happening despite the fact that Canada had more physicians in 2018 than it did the year before. The latest numbers saying it had nearly 90,000 of them. Physicians don't necessarily work full-time. Many physicians will work part-time and do other things. Because physicians work on what we call fee-for-service, so when they do a service, they get a fee paid to them from the government. They can make a pretty good income, many of them, by not working full-time, so they choose to do that. In this year's election, all of the main political parties have promised to make sure all Canadians have better access to care, even for minorities who may have the most trouble getting it, like people within the transgender community. We need a national strategy around wait times, and I think we need a wait times guarantee. I think the federal government should insist on that as part and parcel of funding that they give to the provinces. Jasmine Pisano. Global News. So the Fraser Institute, uh, well, a Fraser Institute study that was released earlier this year found long waits for surgery and medical treatment cost Canadians $2.1 billion in lost wages last year. $2.1 billion. Uh, the study also found the average value of time lost during the work week in 2018 for Alberta patients waiting for treatment was about $2,500. Um, and, you know, we heard it when we were talking with Sean as well, saying that, you know, the aging... Um, populations are uh, going to it's it's going to contribute to uh, the issue across Canada. So wait times when you look in the province of Alberta, <laughs> if you are waiting for surgery right now, what does it look like? Well, it depends obviously on 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 what you're waiting for. Um, I have a, a foot issue. And uh, my podiatrist has pretty much told me that if uh, I wanted to go onto the wait list to get my foot issue fixed, it would probably be, you know, a couple of years because it's not a, it's not a big issue. It's, well, it's not a big issue. It's painful, but it's not a priority. And um, the option is to have it done in her office at a cost of... Uh, $1,000 or $1,200, whatever it is. She can do it right in the office. And to be honest with you, um, you know, I figure, you know, if you can pay for it, go for it. I'm not willing to shell out uh, that kind of money for it yet. So I put up with the pain and the uncomfortableness of it and have maybe a cortisone shot in there, you know, every six months or every, you know, once a year, whatever it is. I've been dealing with it now probably for for five years. Um, but with, I mean, that's that's not a... It's not a life-threatening condition. It just, it hurts, and it hurts really badly. Um, When you're looking at some of the big ones, so the wait times in Alberta are up for coronary artery bypass. The wait was 14.9 weeks in uh, 2014-2015. And in 2017-2018, it was up to 22.2 weeks. So what's that, six, seven, eight, eight weeks? Just under eight weeks. Cataract surgery, we've been talking about that. 
a lot. The wait was 29.9 weeks in 2014-2015 and uh, 38.4 weeks in 2017-2018. 38 weeks now. Hip replacement surgery in 2014-2015 was 28.7 weeks. Uh, for 27-2018, it was up to 36.7 weeks. And, and that is one of the reasons, of course, when you're looking at, at hips and knees, I mean, they're painful and it's, it's impacting your quality of life. I mean, obviously all of this is, but, um, and, and you can see why, why folks are going to, um, down to the States if you can afford it. Um, I was coming back from, uh, the States back in March and the couple in front of me, I think I told you the story, they had gone down there and she had a double hip replacement, double hip, double knee. Double hip, double knee. Can't remember what it was, but they paid 40 grand for it. 40 grand to get it done because they could go down there. They could get it done in a couple of weeks. They would uh, stay down there, get the care, all that sort of stuff. Uh, Tickety-boo and then fly home. I mean, great if you can afford it, right? Uh, Knee replacement surgery. Oh, my gosh. The wait was 33 weeks in 2014-2015. It's at 40 weeks right now. Uh, Well, in 2017-2018. Okay, so that's for some of the some of the big ones that the, the the wait time has gone up. That has gone up, gone down in Alberta. Radiation therapy has dropped from uh, three point one weeks to two point seven weeks, but the time to see a radiation oncologist went up from 4.9 weeks to 5.3 weeks. So it's gone up, you know, uh, slightly. But again, when it comes to like something like radiation therapy and to see uh, a radiation oncologist, I mean, I think when you're thinking, you know, cancer, you, you, you want to get that treatment done immediately. Like tomorrow, let's get going. I don't want to wait five weeks. I don't want to wait six weeks. I don't want to. It's got to play with the mind. Between 2016 and 2018, the wait times for breast cancer surgery dropped 66% in Calgary and 34% in Edmonton from 14.1 days to 9.3 days. Now, that's uh, from, you know, some of these latest numbers. And the percentage of patients receiving urgent hip fracture repair within 48 hours improved from 86% in 2014 to nearly 93% in 2018. Again, it's th- those, those, that, that, that immediate injury, you know, um, if, if someone falls in and breaks their hip, how long are you waiting uh, for that? Recently in, in our family, someone uh, fell and, uh, and, and broke their ankle. And you know, one of the things that was mind boggling for me was, you know, okay, emergency, you get in there. How long you have to stay in emergency for? Like, you know, it was a couple of days before uh, was moved up into a bed. And I found it shocking um, how many of what I would consider longer term patients, not long term, but longer term patients were in emergency. It, it seemed to me that emergency wasn't really necessarily being used for emergency anymore. Emergency, uh, a lot of the patients were people that should have been in the hospital somewhere else on another floor. You know, we, um, 
you know, my loved one ended up, you know, was in the hospital for a good couple of months after that. Um, but, you know, it was it was something else. And, and, and I've seen that a couple of times over the past number of years. Uh, to me, it's just... It's just really, really surprising. Um, the Alberta government, uh, by the way, for the 2019-2020 uh, year, uh, budgeted $22.7 billion for health uh, for healthcare. That's up from $19.6 billion in 2015. We'll see what happens in the upcoming budget being delivered. Um, uh, what is it, October 24th, a couple days after the election, the provincial budget that will come down. We saw the McKinnon report say that major changes needed to be done in uh, the healthcare system. And uh, we've heard that over and over again, haven't we? I mean, that's just been going on uh, forever and a day. What is it that's going to change? How is that going to change? So as we had to break here, um, and if you want to give me a shout at 4960063, well, again, what what has your experience been? What are you waiting for? Maybe you had a great experience. Maybe you've had a, a crappy experience. Are you willing to pay for something? 4960063, the text line is 63630. <laughs> talking health care, talking uh, wait times what it is that uh, you're facing right now uh, in in your world um, was telling you that um, Saskatchewan has the shortest median total wait time at 15 weeks. And again, across the country, it, it depends on, on what kind of treatment you're getting, what kind of care you're getting. Um, and so this is a, a referral to getting the treatment uh, that you need. So Saskatchewan at 15 weeks, Alberta sitting at 26 weeks, and uh, the folks out in New Brunswick waiting 45 weeks. And that is the longest in the country, I can tell you. Um, BC is 23 weeks, Manitoba 26 weeks, 26.1. So Manitoba and Alberta right at the at the same mark. Ontario 15.7, Quebec 15.8, Nova Scotia 38, uh, 34 weeks, Prince Edward Island 39, Newfoundland and Labrador 22. Um, across the country, on average, if you looked uh, all the way across, it would be about 19, uh, 19 almost 20 weeks. Uh, some of your texts coming in this afternoon, Jay. Uh, breast lump found during mammogram in 2016. The biopsy was done right there. The uh, lumpectomy was uh, June 2016. Finished five weeks of radiation, uh, September of 2016. So uh, moved along uh, for you, and that was in Edmonton. And someone says $1,200. Come on, Jaylen. You have suffered for five years. Yeah, I have. I've got something that's called Morton's Neuroma in my foot. And I know a number of you have talked to us ab- about this before. Same thing. It's just really painful. Um, but yeah, do I need a raise or a GoFundMe? <laughs> Thanks for the chuckle. Uh, Jay, I've been walking on a fractured foot for over five years. I've been on the surgery wait list for um, a year and a half now. Uh, from AMFM, great to hear from you. How are people not connecting the dots on this? If more people, uh, if more doctors aren't making uh, the wait time shorter, could it be that it's not the doctors to solve the problem? Maybe it's specialists and perhaps more operating time in hospitals, and that stuff really costs. And that's one of the things. That is one of the challenges. It's, um, I, you know, when you when you talk to some of the experts about this, you know, dealing with wait times isn't necessarily just you know throw some money in there, hire some more doctors, or um, uh, open some more OR rooms. That's not necessarily the case um, because uh, operating rooms 
don't necessarily run 24 hours a day because they're expensive to run. Uh, a government will sometimes only allow operating rooms to, to run for 8 or 12 hours a day. So, um, you know, you can have more doctors, but you don't have the OR rooms. If you open up the OR rooms, are you going to have the doctors to do it? Um, there's, there's a lot of layers here. It's like a big old stinky onion. <laughs> you peel it back and you just find something else there. Uh, this text just came in says, Jay, my son's been on a wait list to see a pediatric allergist for 20 months. Funny thing is, he will no longer be considered pediatric by the time he gets to the appointment. How frustrating. Hi, yay, yay. Sometimes you wonder then, too, is, uh, you know, how did you find out that he needed to go to see an allergy specialist? Was it something that you had to rush him to the hospital? because he had a reaction to something. Um, this one says, yeah, hey, Jay, no kidding on the emergency department. Some people need to get a dictionary and look up the meaning of emergency. Yes, I have and will continue to pay for services if I desperately need them. That's from Gary Lovescher. Um, and, and yeah, again, I mean, emergency departments, there, I, a couple of different things there. You know, they, they tell us over and over again to, you know, don't go if you just have a cold or, or something like that. Um, and I, and I was in the ER a, a few months back. And um, because of what I was in there for, um, I wouldn't say, you know, not super fast service, but I was done and you know, I was in and out of there probably within five hours. And they did a, a whole bunch of tests on me, right? They did a, what an ECG and blood work and, and all of that good stuff. Um, my concern was was that when I saw, when I was actually back in ER, when I was back, back there with a loved one who was in there because they had a, a bad injury, how long that they had to stay in ER for before they got a room. I, I thought that was really something else. And, and the people who were in there, who were not just in there for a night, it seemed like they'd been, they were in there for a few days. And I don't know if that's the norm, but to me, it just seems that, the emergency room is not a place where you go to recover, right? You don't go to heal in an emergency room. You, you go to get treated, and then you get put somewhere else to, to heal. 255. Um, hey, Jay, I too am waiting to have foot surgery. I have a severe hammer toe from a bad bunion surgery years ago. I was just at the bone clinic today. I just passed two years waiting, and they said it could be another year yet. Yeah, <laughs> tugging on away. Any wait times to have a baby, you know. <laughs> um, in 2012, this is from Colette. Uh, in 2012, my dad was in palliative care at our local rural hospital with 12 beds. Two palliative bears, uh, beds were full. Eight beds were seniors awaiting long-term care. One bed was filled with an acute care person with one bed empty for emergency. Today, things really haven't changed. Yeah, and and that's, you know, that's... It's frustrating, isn't it? Um, you know, and again, once you get in there, and, and, and I'm, not, I'm not trying to sit here and crap uh, on, on the people who are in there who are, or who are providing the, uh, the care. It just seems, and we know, that there's, there's something uh, wrong uh, with, with the system. Um, yeah. If you want uh, to find out more information on, on wait times, uh, again, the Fraser Institute uh, published um, uh, a report 
back in March of this year. Uh, it's called Waiting Your Turn, Wait Times for Healthcare in Canada. It was the 2018 report. Uh, you can take a, a closer look at some of those numbers and certainly for the different uh, procedures where it uh, where it is uh, again. And of course, we have full coverage at uh, 630ched.com or globalnews.ca and we'll continue to have uh, more coverage um, throughout the day in our newscast and of course on Global News at 5 and, and 6 o'clock this evening. Um, yeah, Phil in Edmonton. Gee, heard your story about your foot. Firstly, did you listen to yourself? You've had this condition for several years. You've been given options on how to deal with it. One, you could fork out $1,000, $1,200 and have the issue rectified immediately. Or two, you could have it dealt by going on a waiting list, which you, by choice, refuse to do. Um, who do you want to make up your mind for you? Grow up, Jay, and get it dealt with and quit giving yourself something to whine about. You know the choice is either get it dealt with or live with it. Well, Phil, I have been living with it. I was just telling you a story. I was just telling you a story. I'm not whining about it. I'm telling you that was the decision that I made. Um, and, and until it gets too bad, like other people, then I will continue to deal with it. And when I feel like it, I'll get put on the wait list or shell out the 1200 bucks. Right now, I'd rather spend the 1200 bucks on something else.